Welcome back to the Treehouse Show, the chillest podcast in the universe. We have a very special guest today. We have my boy Dewan. What's, What's up, good, man? Dewan? How are you, man? Good. How I'm are you? chilling, man. I'm just vibing. Um, it's a great day. Sun's finally <laughs> out. It's been gloomy for like all week. Right. You feel yeah. me? So I'm just glad that like I'm a sun. I'm a sun baby. I'm getting vitamin D. I can't complain. What about you, man? Everything cool, man. Excited. Heading down to Wicker Park Fest. We, it's gonna be lit. We gonna get with the crew. It's gonna be lit. Yeah, I'm vibing with that. Yeah, I love I love excitement. I get excited off of that. It's contagious. I'm Absolutely. lit. Do you want some want some kombucha, bro? You ever tried? <laughs> nah, I'm good. Nah. For real, man. It's unsealed, bro. It's ginger, lemon, and shit, bro. Yeah, that is great for you, bro. I'm good. Bro. <laughs> okay, okay. Kombucha sponsor me. Kavita sponsor me for real. I'll like I'm not gonna ask y'all no more. They could be they'd be wasting my time, man. They got the I put check. so much so much energy and effort, you feel me? Word, they cut the check, so shout out to them, they're good people. Money speaks. <laughs> you know, money speaks, money talks. What can I say? Yeah, so man. um give me my money. So Dewan, for people who don't know, first of all, how do they find you on Instagram and stuff? How do we find uh you can find me at D three dub sorry, that's my rap tag. <laughs> you can find me at D three W O N underscore music. Same thing on Twitter, but I'm barely on that. So you might do one better. Just follow me on Instagram, D3WON underscore music. Okay. Y'all know where to find them. Dope artists, been around, you know, just innovating. Word. What Thank can you. I say? Um, so for everybody who doesn't know, you know, so what's your background? Where are you from? Yeah. You know, what's the, what's the business? Yeah. So where I'm from is a small town right outside of Chicago called Bellwood, Illinois. Bellwood. Yeah. So like we call it Woodside over there, but... I'm from Bellwood, Illinois. <laughs> like, okay, for yeah. sure. That's dope. That's dope. So uh, what was it like growing up in, in Bellwood? Everything was cool, man. Like for me, I was like really that kid who was like in the house, normally studying, doing what I need to do on the music end. So I really was taking in a lot of pop culture, a lot mm. of music, a lot of different types of genres. Mm. I was really focused on like being a musician. So like mm. I knew that's what I wanted to do from at a young age so i was always kind of working towards that point that's beautiful that's yeah. beautiful like uh, a lot of kids you know you grow up saying oh i want to be a chef when i grow up i want to be a pilot you grow up what do you want to be when you grow up dude at what age like you got you got like when i was a shorty to be all honest with you when i was a kid kid i wanted to be a pirate that was the most appealing thing to me in the world. I was like, dude, you get to travel around the world, Bro. you get to sword fight, and you get treasure. Oh, yeah. This is the illest. <laughs> and you get the, the booty. Literally. <laughs> the, the treasure. The treasure, guys. I'm about to say Paul's, my guy. I'm talking about the treasure. Because <laughs> it's called booty's called treasure. Hey, don't come at me. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's basically rock star life. It's basically rock star life. In a but way. But, like, on a boat. In a way. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, but, like, then I wanted to be a cowboy, but now I realize that mm. can get boring after the first ride. Like, <laughs> funny as I'm like, yo, like, I, and then after that, I was like, yo, I could be an actor. And that was yeah. like when I started to take it like seriously. And then I was like, actually, it's something about this music thing that I did. So you like music soundtracks? Yeah. I love that bro yes man that's the way i find new music especially back in the day like before youtube was really a thing i sound like an old man like back in my back day in before the, day. the internet like no like back before youtube was really popping mm. the only way you could find new music from different genres was mm. soundtracks for me because nobody else was like really listening to anything outside of hip-hop and r&b mm. so it was just kind of like okay if i need to find something different i have mm. to 
expand my mind this is the way to do it so you always learning new things just soaking things up yeah as much mm. as i can yeah that's all we could do so you said um so like music right so that how did that how did that like um so like okay so you you know movies what what are some of the movies that inspired you like in particular you talk about based on soundtrack alone yeah, or just soundtrack films? alone that made you like oh let me check this and then it opened up a can of worms to like right Word. Well, recently, ones that come to mind is like Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. Baby Driver. Ah, exactly. The, that did give me on a whole like, wave. Jay, James Gunn is the ultimate, to my, in my opinion, one of the best directors mm. because of his soundtracks alone. The illest thing about James is that he went and he makes a soundtrack before he even makes a movie. He's like, "This is the, these are the songs that's gonna be in my movie. This let's the make vibe. The, like, yeah, let's make the plot around this." And that's ill to me. That's a way to think. Boz Lerman was really cool because Boz Lerman, and case in point, you might get some angry fans, but I hate Moulin Rouge. I hate that movie. Moulin Rouge. Yes. Okay. But what I do like about it is that they switch genres. The fact mm. that you got Elton John, you got Ian. E, e, ah, I cannot talk today. <laughs> no, you straight. McGregor. You got him. <laughs> right, right. You got him singing Elton John's Your Song. Mm. But then you got the orchestra pit in there. And then you got opera in there. And I was like, yo, this is ill and it shouldn't work, but it does. Mm. And I was like, I like this song. So, like, I don't like Moulin Rouge as a movie, but I like the music. And okay. I'm like, okay. These are soundtracks that I was like, okay. Mm. It's something different and it's different genres and it it's expanding my ears. Yes. Yeah. Soundtracks really like can change the whole vibe it can. of a movie for real. Like one of the movies that like had a really like outstanding soundtrack to me yeah. was um have you seen Logan? Yeah. That yeah. Johnny Cash really it put was. me on. I was never into that kind of like folk country. Yeah. But then when I heard that hurt, he was like, um, my wife left me in the dirt and yeah. that kind of gritty, like I'm like my wife left me in the dirt too. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like it puts you in a vibe. In and a honestly, vibe. I feel abandoned and forlorn and forsaken too. <laughs> and my horse. Literally. Like, Literally. And like even soundtracks that don't have nothing to do with like <laughs> licensed songs. Like you could just listen to a score and you just know like that's it. Like you could listen to any John Williams score. You could listen to Harry Potter, oh, yes. Star Wars, John Indiana Williams, Jones, E.T. Howard Shore. Yes. The Indi- Lord of the Rings soundtrack. That. My favorite personally is Danny Elfman because he's mm. so weird. Danny Elfman. That's a Spider-Man dude. Yes. Bro, that Spider-Man theme is nuts, bro. <laughs> the new ones. Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, a new with uh, Tom whatever. I mean, yeah. he's a great actor, but yeah, soundtrack-wise... <laughs> Danny Elfman, bro. Yeah. And then, like, on the third time, it, like, builds. Exactly. I love how it builds. I love the progression, bro. Exactly. That's something you have to do in, like, movie scoring. And, like, to me, Danny Elfman is just, he's so <laughs> weird with it. I'm like, this dude did, like, all the Tim Burton stuff. He went and did oh, The wow. Simpsons. He went and did like He's dynamic yes and you know his sound when you hear it because he came up with the batman thing wow and it's just like this guy is the illest dude, <laughs> dude and i'm just like yo nobody seems to talk about it same thing with alan silvestri he gets yeah he gets water or Al, alan silvestri excuse me mm. but yeah that dude is super dope because he went from doing like back to the future and now he does the avengers stuff and nobody yeah. seems to talk about it it's like yo these guys are amazing so these are your idols like like because these are kind of so what do you do I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
like, first of all, like, oh, that's hilarious. I'm, I'm what I consider a conductor. I put mm. everybody together on the song, and okay. I kind of aspire to do what they do with an orchestra. And who knows? Maybe one day I will. Mm. But that's what I consider myself as. I'm a person who helps out with the production. I'm the mm. person who gets the writers together. I'm the right. person who gets the musicians, everybody, and I orchestrate the song. Mm. That's what I do. But yeah. So that that's pretty much what these composers are doing. Danny Elfman, exactly. Howard Shore, yep. uh, Hans Zimmer. Yep. Hans Zimmer. Oh my god. That guy. Interstellar, bro. Oh. Yeah. That guy. And, who's is he the dude who made um the Avatar this crazy too? Yeah. The Avatar theme song. Yeah, he did. Hans Zimmer, he did like the Lion King is what everybody know him for, but yeah. he also did like Man of Steel, Man like those very Steel. heavy like soundtracks. He does that, like he does most of Christopher Nolan Christopher stuff. Nolan, he did. does like um, stellar, just like those Pirates. action movies. Yeah, and like those like kind of like where it's like it's serious yeah yeah like he's like that dark theme kind of yeah no man I, it's a whole world it we is. can talk about soundtracks all it's like it's like a whole universe you know what i'm talking it about it's so good and it's, it doesn't get the credit i feel like the the visual aspects of movies overshadowed the soundtrack and i don't oh, yeah. like that yeah i think it's 50 50 i yeah. honestly think it's 50 50 bro it is but you know it's it's a notorious thing in movies like you can have a good movie with a soundtrack but for me if your movie is just as good as your soundtrack it's heaven for me it's like it's great and sometimes yeah. your soundtrack could be better than your movie and i still will give it maybe a pass yes yeah i will still give it a pass if the movie yeah. is is just as if the movie ain't as good as the soundtrack but the music in the soundtrack is yes. so good you go okay i can i'm not gonna lie man of steel yeah. Not the greatest movie, in my opinion. Okay. But the soundtrack is just so good, bro. Yeah. Had Zimmer came in on like, bro, it's just, it's just too much, bro. Like I listen to that, shit, like, and it's so, it's so layered. Yeah. You can like pull instruments out, put them back in, and just see like, he had this, shit, he had to do with the cello, he had to do with the violin, like, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, Hans is so ill with it. Like he, if you could look up the the like footage on YouTube, he went for Man of Steel and like got like twelve of the best drummers in the world and had them playing. They have the budget to do all that. In, yeah, like you got Sheila E. Pharrell. I want to say Phil Collins. You got the best bro. Musicians. Phil Collins, like the best drummers, and he was like, "Hey, can you all like do a like little drum circle for this Superman movie?" And they all like, "Yeah." Bet. I'm just like. This dude Hines is something else, man. Bro, I love that. Shit. I love that. Shit. Yeah. Quincy anyway, Jones too. Um, we got vegetables and we got the treehouse ornaments. You feel me? Knock word. yourself out. We got apples. We got grapes. I word. Knock Thank yourself you. out, bro. You feel me? Thank you, man. Health is wealth. Word. You know, feed yourself. C E L L F. Feed yourself. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> um, bro, Phil Collins, bro. This past month, I've been in a Tarzan mood. <laughs> Put your faith in what you most believe in. Yeah. Two worlds, one fam. That's my shit, bro. Bro, those early, late 90s, early 2000s soundtracks, heavenly. Yeah, they are. Lion King, Masterpiece. Yeah. Tarzan, Euphoric. Yeah. Those people, children, nowadays, unfortunate. They didn't experience that. No, bro. Not on the level. Yeah. Just nah, not. I think it's just... I think it's because like movie companies got cheaper so they was like okay we don't really want to like spend all this money and license out songs anymore and we also don't want to pay a ton of artists to do original songs on these soundtracks so we're gonna do something in between hey guy 
compose this on your computer real quick cool put it in a movie and that's you know it's cool the story fits that but it is what it is take us back man but also think about it we really didn't have like what they had before us case in point it was whole orchestras it was whole orchestras that orchestrated looney tunes cartoons like those like classic looney tunes cartoons they had like full orchestras doing everything like if bugs would just come out of the hole you got like four string sections that would yes and like so we technically didn't have what they had in the beginning either so right you know it it's all generational i think things get replaced yeah so visuals have improved Mm -hmm. significantly yeah but you can only improve so much with sound that's true sound caps at a certain point like at a certain point, what you gonna do? Increase the frequency? Like, it's, if it sounds good, the human ear can only distinguish sound quality, I would say, not to the extent of visuals. Like, yeah. you can go from like PlayStation 2 or PS1 to. Graphics can still get better. Yeah. They have yet to make a realistic movie looking video game. But yeah. I feel like we've reached the. The pinnacle pretty much of sound quality i feel i don't know it's so mm. much newer things that you can do because i love the idea that they doing the apple music the dolby cinema thing mm. if they really fix it up and like make an album specifically for that that can innovate music and then bam new mm. soundscapes so there are things that people can do in sound mm. i think the thing is you need the hardware to do it and everybody don't yeah everybody don't have the money to get like a 5-1 dolby sound system like it's just like yeah. accessible like you can do different things in audio, but you have to have the equipment in order to enjoy it. That's why I think is the difference. So it's you know it's things that can be done in audio that's mm. really cool, but you know everybody don't have the the technology to do it. Big facts. So let's talk more about you. So what? Bellwood, <laughs> um, high school. Yeah. What was high school like? High school was cool, man. Like for me, it was a place where I just kind of found myself and kind of found my lyrical edge Mm. and was just like okay because you know high school is real competitive and Mm. you might have guys who rap but you know if you whack people will tell you that you whack you couldn't get away Mm. with a lot of the mumble Mm -hmm. when i was in high school and let's just cap this right here i was in high school i graduated from high school in 2014 so it wasn't that long ago 2014 Oh, yeah. so you was in high school with the Chief Keefs? Yes. And, uh, yeah. Exactly. That's when so, I was popping that drill, that yes. early drill. Yes. But, like, you know, that sounds good on a beat. Like, if you with your homies spitting in a, spitting like in a cypher or whatever, like somebody beating on the table, you can't hit them with that shit. going to be looking at you like, get out of here, bro. Like, that, that's just the thing. These used to be ruthless. Yeah. But they roast your fit, they roast your shoes, and oh, they yeah. roast your... And if your rhymes is whack, they will come after you. So to me, that made me lyrically sharp. Mm. Musically sharp, I think so too. Because when I was in high school, I was in four different choirs. Four. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we traveled and Tell performed me more about a that. lot. So like literally, I was in like gospel choir. I was in like uh, magicals, which was like this acapella choir. I was in mm. show choir, which is like you sing and you dance. And then mm. I was like in my school's choir like for a class Mm. so like i was in four different choirs at one time and i was performing a lot i was hearing a lot and not only did that kind of like expand my ear for music it let me know what unification of musicians can do 
like if everybody is truly doing it for the love of music you can make something super dope if you take the egos out and you just really make something because it's dope mm. the end result is amazing that's beautiful yeah so you did choir throughout high school yeah okay mm. that's already like like a choir experience i feel like because i feel like a lot of people like get into music yeah. you know what I'm saying? and it's just it's a spur of the moment it's like i feel like i should do it but i feel like choir gave you more, more so the technical skills yeah and it know? made me mel- melodically inclined because mm. i can come up with i can come up with melodies faster than a lot of rappers because i'm used to it and i can mm. say okay this harmonizes well with this mm. and it helps me be able to write for singers a lot better and I can actually sing the things that I'm writing for them or writing with them. More so writing with. Mm. I like writing with people rather than rather than writing for somebody. Right. So like if I'm writing with an artist, it helps me say the ideas better because I can actually sing them. Mm. I can be like, okay, here's the words, but here's how you sing it. Mm. And I'm not saying I'm the best singer in the world, but I'm saying I can sing well enough I can get the idea across. Mm. So to me, it serves the purpose. That was you singing on... um. Was it Full Moon? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or was it Apollonia? It was both. Yeah. Yeah, it was both. So, so like, you sing, mm-hmm. you rap, mm-hmm. you produce. Yeah. You orchestrate. Yeah. You play instruments. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Like, <laughs> like. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get into acting. Like we trying to see if we can we do it. We got Childish Dewano <laughs> in this mug, bro. Uh, black dude. excellence bro thank you i love that man I which would you it. say and i don't like to narrow things down because i know how it is like you love love them all but which yeah. would you say you lean you lean more towards out of those different skill sets i really like the orchestrating because if i orchestrate that means i get to work with everybody mm. so i enjoy that like even if i'm not the one sitting on the machine making the beat i can like sit being there yeah i could sit with a producer like i'm gonna say bowhouse for instance i could sit with bowhouse and be like yeah don't bro here's the sample like all right let me see what you can do he'll do what he does and then i'll be like okay maybe take this part out okay keep that in here's what i'm gonna do you gave me the beat okay here's the live instruments i'm gonna put cool yeah okay dope let's go get the live instruments and then go work with the artists go write the songs Mm. and then be in the studio making sure they get the right takes out like i'm sitting next to the engineer saying like yo can you do it one more time but do it more like this i enjoy that Mm. I really enjoy putting the song together. So I guess to answer your question, the orchestrating part mm. is the best part for me. You feel like it uses kind of all of your skills. So it's like in a, a useful way. Special. Yeah, it's 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 more so like it uses it in a way where the final result is great. Mm. Rather than one thing that can make one aspect of something great. It could be like, no, this utilizes my talent so that the final pr- product that the mm. people get is as best as I can put out. Mm. And that's what I take pride in. That's why I don't really have that much music out. Like, you got mm. Symphony, and that's about it. Like, mm. because I, I took three years to make that, and I really was like, you know what? Proud of yourself. Thank you. I really was just like, man, you know what? A lot of work. A lot of work into it. Yeah, it was just like, man, you know, we're going to record everything. We're going to make sure it's right. And not just that, I'm going to sit with the engineers and during the mixing and mastering stages and make mm. sure everything is clean. Mm. So that's that's yeah. important to me. I'm out here going crazy. I'm some Tarzan, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> mm. it's kind of a little 
I'm not exaggerating. It's really good. <laughs> Wait. Cantaloupe high in fiber. High in vitamin K. High in vitamin A. Really good for your skin. It makes your soul glow. <laughs> if y'all want no coming to America. Yeah. If you know, you know. Um. So, let's talk about college. Yeah. So, big small town, big yeah. city. Yeah. How did you, like, deal with that? How did that expand your network? Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when I got to college, I learned something. It's kind of like what J. Cole talked about in 2014, Forest Hills Drive. Once you're in a small city and you don't really leave, you kind of pick up these small aspirations and these small town things. And when I first got to Chicago, and this ain't the story for everybody, this is just me. When I got to Chicago, it felt like the world was so much bigger. Mm. I was like, whoa, all this stuff is happening. It's all these different types of people. Mm. And and your culture is different. I never learned about that. Mm. Whoa, tell me about that. And then Mm. once I got to college, I was linking up with everybody. I wasn't a person who, like, yeah, I was a music major, but I wasn't somebody who was just staying with music majors. Mm. I would go out of my way to, like, take film classes, radio classes, Mm. beat making classes. I would go out of my way to act, dance, visual art, photography. I would go Mm. meet all these different people just to kind of get an idea of what they do how much they love it and what mm. is it that's so appealing about these art form that they love so mm. much and it really broadened my mind to the things that i could do and go like mm. wow it really is a bigger world out there to aspire mm. to do you ever get like overwhelmed <laughs> like it's too much to handle because like you got your, your foot in a lot of different ponds per se yeah I, I feel like you never get bored but do you, does it ever become too much like uh nah i don't know if it's too much i think what it is is more so like have you ever seen like are we done yet and no. <laughs> the white guy he comes up and he's like oh ain't you the electrician but you also the guy who sold me the house and this and he's like no i'm not wearing that hat today i was like that's accurate that's accurate that's me i'm not wearing that hat today so it never gets like oh that oh that guy that's a different guy what Dif- no different hat different guy yeah literally <laughs> different job different hat so that's how i kind of balance that's it that's not like, literally i'm like dude okay today i'm focused on producing okay well maybe if we not recording anything today okay today i'm gonna work on the video aspect mm-hmm. let's like really figure that out on the visual okay we're not doing that today okay well let's figure out the photography stuff mm-hmm. who's the model where are we gonna be and all that fills me with joy like mm-hmm. i like that stuff i even like doing the business stuff like doing my taxes like weirdly enough like i enjoy like saying oh i spent this much on a video shoot so this is how much i'm writing on my taxes bet bro no like, like i enjoy it everybody on it. a real note financial literacy like we got to get that shit up in the community yeah we got to start paying attention to that because like that's how uncle sam taking that yeah either me, that like, or you end up like wesley snipes like in jail with the tax nah bruh nah <laughs> you may that, not like paying the taxes but we gotta do it you got to yeah. don't let it get to that point big facts Ufumu. big facts so we're gonna go on a break what's a good song we could play for the break um let's do 22 you are listening to 22 by dewan see you after the break
sound better We pick apart the moments Thinking about whether Her diary's kiss could ever be better than this Hell against true love Your element I've been swimming around These feelings and emotions It's a matter of time For me to just show it But our story is taboo Like 808s and sad tunes Show my boy Dewan, y'all know the vibes. We got this beautiful loitering station behind me. We got the sun shining. I'm beaming into the multiverse. And <laughs> we said, Kabucha, can you sponsor me? What can I say? Um, how you feeling, Dewan? Cool, man. Everything good. That's fantastic. We about to freestyle. We about to freestyle. Ooh. You feel me? For what it's worth. I'm rusty. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> so this is gonna be fun. I haven't done it in a minute. I'll go. Okay, no beat. So, it's hot. So, I skip the sheets. Then, I pull out my sheet of paper on repeat. And it's piano, really slow. But it's to the beat. And the beat finna come in on one, two, three. Hey, that was hard. Okay. Oh. Oh. Chillin'. In Chicago City, uh, and I'm really, really litty. Uh, and my enemies show them no pity, and your girl showing side boob, yeah, she's showing titty. Uh, and I got animals, one Mickey, one and Kitty. Uh, and I'm acting stupid, looking silly, and I'm uh, flipping around. I got fins, I got fins, cause I'm in, in the water, cause I'm dripping, and I'm like in the surfing, like I'm from Hawaii, cause it's hot, and I'm I'ma pass the mic to my boy, Dewan. Yeah, uh. yeah. And let me check a minute. And let me, let me, just let me see a minute. Check it out on the one time. You freestyle the one line. I hit it from one time. It goes like this. Mm. 
Got to catch the beat again because it's scared. Random. Catch the beat because it's scared. Hold on. Could you pause it? I'll just spit free. Here, right. I didn't know. I'll go. I yo yo it's for my hip-hop fans and everybody in between the writers and new artists that look up to me the mm. kids around the way who don't know more than what they sing mm. this is the truth of inspiration for you to follow your dreams mm. i love the boom bap sound where music is going down mm. much respect to premiere for making this underground since it all started out with this record and this mic let's take it back to the essence of rap's real heights rewind it back and let me turn the hands of time because when it wasn't about beats and knew how to rhyme hey. a lot of rappers want to go but ain't passionate but make the lines that they lay to be anatomy mm. that's why i put my heart and soul up in the songs i write perfecting every single word to make the mm. message right hip-hop ain't just a genre or a state of mind it's a movement culture influential way of life mm. d3 that's snaps 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 <laughs> that's for your uh your poetry your open mic days <laughs> that was one of like first mixtape like okay. like that was me at 16 that's a that we can't find on Snapchat, on SoundCloud. <laughs> Maybe if you like do a deep dive, you probably could find it. The deep dive, infinite waters, diving deep. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, let's with this beat. It's, it should be less breaks. It's more chill. Yeah. Uh. 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 Uh, he gotta pay for the freestyle It ain't really free It's mm. your boy D3 On this little one beat Let mm. me see just what I got Off the top of the dome I'm mm. just spitting and rhyming Spitting it home Like mm. a Let's see That's on the topic for the day mm. Chilling on the Treehouse Podcast anyway hey. I'm killing it with the freestyle One, two mm. It's D3 on the mic What you gonna mm. do? Yeah um, That was hard Okay um, <laughs> Not for real Spur of the moment Spur the moment with my boy D3, uh, robotic, you could call it C3PO, PO box number, cause I'm, uh, keep getting in these, uh, staring at me some type of way, looking side eyes, but I don't give a like I'm cyanide, cause that's the way I'm lethal to these haters, and they see me every day, and they fast like some skaters, and they fast, uh, and I'm just zooming in my Honda Accord, and these, uh, cannot accord, they discord it, like some Trumpets that's offbeat and I can't get them. Uh, uh, yeah, little black sheep, little black sheep. Never put my on repeat because it's freestyle. Every time it's different, like a symphony, like I'm Hans Zimmerman, like I'm <laughs> Danny Elfman with these symphonies. You can call me caveman. Uh, yeah, uh. yeah. D3 Obi-Wan, D3 Obi-Wan, trying to learn me, son. You can know me one. And I'm just trying to freestyle. Let's get to the interview. Mm. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> clever way, clever way to get out of that. That was smart. I might take notes just to that. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm a clap back revenge of the Sith because I never will it. Will Smith because I'm hitched with the and I'm putting people on. Oh, nah, nah. That was dope. That was dope. Thank you. We just, we just out here. You feel me? Sharpening our, our muscles. Yeah, man. Musicians, sharp, sharpening our tools. That's all <laughs> this is. But I was beautiful, man. Thank you. You feel me? Um, the voice, the voice is a, is a weapon. The voice is a tool. The voice is powerful. I agree. You know, so as artists, you know, if ever we get a chance to express ourselves, yeah, you know, hop yeah. on the opportunity. Ah, uh, yeah. That's what I look at it. But yeah, man. Um, 
So we talked about college. Yeah. We talked about, you know, how did you meet Shanae? I keep saying. Oh, yeah. Right, because she was on the podcast last week. Yeah, so Shanae, me and her met because I had been, while I was in college, I was producing a show mm. called Soul Fest. I put together, like, a show at Columbia. Like, I curated it, produced it myself and i was just like getting artists from around the city to perform in this mm. big showcase and i met shanae because a homie i hate to be like that guy who's like my homie's best friend girlfriend but ah. no nah, i'm like my homie's girlfriend was throwing a show oh. and literally she was on the show mm. and i was like yo like i just kind of took notice of her right away this dope girl with these braids playing the piano and singing i was like yo she's super dope fast forward to like a year later mm. I was doing the last Soul Fest show and literally I was like, I need some new acts. Like I've been doing it with the same people every year and that's cool, mm. but we got to add something new to spice it up. Mm. And Sinead instantly came to mind mm. and I was like, I don't really know her, but I'm going to hit her up and just kind of see what mm. happens. So I hit her up and Sinead is so down to earth. I literally was just like, For real? hey, I got this show. I'm at Columbia. Do you want to do it? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, not even knowing that this girl, like, tours, like, legitly and Where? does all this stuff. And I was just like, whoa. And she came and killed self as did it so many, did it so raw that people was, like, asking me, how'd you find this girl? How'd you find this girl? It's like, I didn't really find her. Like, she's the own person. You like, it was just dope. And, like, fast forward a little bit a few months later i was working on symphony and mm. i was like i really like working with shanae maybe i have something here for her but i don't want to do a full song mm. because i don't know what she would say because again right. she was touring at the time so i was like intimidating yeah and i right. was like i don't know if she's gonna want to do it and i'm this big in my head like i'm so small in my head mm. so i was just like i don't know am i gonna ask her and i was like and it's an interlude you know yeah why not so I like sent her the text and I was like, "Hey, I'm working on my album. Would you like to like do an interlude for me?" And she hit me back right away. She was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And so we've been linked up ever since. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, thank you. When things like that happen, I don't question it. Yeah, nah. You know, it's just it's just meant to be. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And I, I like how you work. We were all in the studio. To <coughs> <coughs> I don't have COVID. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> Um, we was in the studio chopping it up, you feel yeah. me? And I was just there, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, this man tells me he's a conductor. Like, I've never heard that before. And I was kind of <laughs> observing, like, how does he how does he go about this? Yeah. And I just I just love how you were like, okay, this dope. Like, you were just, like, conducting everything. And then you was talking to Jim. Yeah. You was like, okay, keep that. Drop that. So I love how, like, I love seeing in yeah. action. You yeah. know, because it's one thing to, like, hear somebody explain it. Yeah. But when you actually there, I saw it firsthand. I was like, yeah. oh, that's lit. That's fun. Yeah. You inspire me like oh wow because i'm kind of like that too i try i do a lot of different yeah it's just like an energy you know what i'm saying because it's like we know we talented in so many different things so it's like we almost feel limited yeah. limiting ourselves to just one thing yeah you feel me so i feel that too so i'm just like oh okay maybe conductor might be something that i might be open to okay you know what i'm saying so like you definitely inspire me oh, word. Thank in you. that aspect but let's talk about the music so you had chanel up Ap Ap apollonia yeah right apollonia and you were you were singing on that one yeah so like how did you, what inspired you to like kind of take singing? Because I know like to go from like rapping, I know choir probably played a big role too. Like yeah. what position did you play in choir and like, or how did you, 
I guess sharpen your your singing skills and like how did that play a role? I was I was a tenor in high school and I'm still a tenor now. Like if you uh-huh. listen to the way I talk, ladies and gentlemen, you probably can hear that <laughs> I don't have the deepest voice in the world. Mm. So like I could easily hit like higher notes. Not Ooh. yeah, not like BG's high, but mm. like really I can mm. hit higher notes. So I can sing on the alto girls range. Oh. So it helps me write for other artists mm. and i never really took singing that seriously like i tried to sing on a full record it never it didn't really work out mm. but you have i learned foundation. yeah i learned i learned from prince actually <laughs> i like and i don't mean like actually like prince i learned from prince but like oh, i learned oh, from listening to his music so like if you listen to like raspberry barrette mm. prince has a really deep voice like his talking voice press used to talk like down here he'd be singing like i ain't got no money exactly but like here's what i mean by prince prince on raspberry beret if you listen to the hook he sings with the girl because he's saying raspberry beret and he has the girl singing on top of him which just harmonizes and it makes the song sound better so i learned i can do that Shanae is the perfect person because our voices just kind of fit that way. Mm. Like if you ever hear me and her sing together, it it homogenizes just like that. So I learned mm. when I sing on my own records, I have to either sing with a female or let the melody be so simple that it can work no matter how mm. I sing it. So that's how you get me singing on my records. But beside me singing on my records, I mostly just use my singing voice to write with the other artists and express my ideas and see if they can sing it. Mm yeah i feel that mm-hmm. so like so the rap aspect yeah right where did you kind of evolve from that because like composing is definitely you don't think composing when you hear rapping yeah you know nah. what i'm saying so like so the rap phase of you like yeah. who inspired that rap phase of you like who who was lyrically because like you know you mentioned a lot of soundtracks yeah. and zimmerman danny elfman who inspired you like rap wise jay-z and andre 3000 okay those Ooh. guys was just my baby me. don't mess around yeah oh my but now nah, like man. when i think of andre i think of equipment and i'm like okay. that dude just goes insane and it's crazy because mm. i think if you was to ask him now he wouldn't think so mm. like andre is so ill and i was just like and it also kind of calmed me down like i used to rap really hard like yeah i'm this that and the third the that that and i'm just mm. like nah i That's could yeah, I cooled it down because I was like, you know what? I sound better in my speaking voice. So I just kind of smoothed it out my voice. Finding your also, sound, man. Yeah, I also got that from Snoop Dogg. Like, I don't mm. I don't like rap as cool as him, mm. but I learned, like, I don't have to scream everything. So mm. that's how I kind of found my rap style, my rap voice, and how I come across on records. Mm. Yeah. So, like, speaking of the greats, Snoop Dogg. Andre 2000. What do you think of like Kanye? I love Kanye. Mm-hmm. Like I loved his first three albums, like everybody else. Like, <laughs> what's every- your favorite from the, the first three? Late registration. Late registration. Yeah. It's hard. It's it, it's hard between graduation and late registration. It's so hard. I love graduation, and I think it does stuff so Bro. well. It's so it's so upbeat and happy. Yeah, but to me, late registration wins mm. for the simple fact of he really went and spent millions of dollars on getting like orchestra instruments and making that oh. that dope and it's like yeah on the musicality front and then not he just spent millions on literature yeah and then like here's the thing about it 
Kanye was smart because he went and got a film composer to help him out orchestrate late registration. That's why he was so mm-hmm. smart in what he did. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I would do it like that, mm-hmm. but who best in like orchestrating things mm-hmm. than a film composer? Kanye, Kanye, honestly, Kanye is a legend. Yeah. Because a Chicago gets his big break. His big break is college dropout. Yeah. First album, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. What do most rappers do? They get their big break. They kind of stunt for a year or two. No, no, no. Kanye spends a million dollars on an orchestra. Yeah. That shows you he's passionate about music. Absolutely. It wasn't even about the money. Because, like, that's a lot of money. Like, yeah. college dropout made a lot of money. Oh, yeah. But, like, a million is a lot of money to spend on, like, an orchestra. So, that yeah. much investment in another project just shows... How much he just cares about the sound quality absolutely and i feel like that's what you should do like if you like a real well i'm not gonna say that but here's what mm. i will say sometimes you know if you if you do music you gotta take it as seriously as you can mm. so why wouldn't you spend that money if you feel like that's what's gonna make the album better mm. how much do you think dr dre spent on 2001 by himself mm. like that's a good question. That album probably costs millions of dollars. And it's not even like he had to hire engineers to mix it because he mixed it himself. Mm. So he go like just to get everybody on album, just to get yeah. all the tracks to clear all the samples. You know, it takes real investment. Yes, it takes real umph to do it. And it's mm. hard. It's not always the easy choice to make. Mm. So it just really comes down to it. Like, are you willing to spend the money and not only just in a money sake, are you willing to really give yourself the time and effort to make this thing as great as it possibly can? Or are you mm. cool with just kind of giving the people a work in progress? Mm. I feel That's that. what I look at it as. This is true, yeah. But yeah. Who are you more hyped for? Because like, it's kind of these two goats are dropping their album, Drake and then Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I already kind of know your answer, but. Yeah, I, I want to hear Ye because the thing about it is, yeah, he seemed like he's still on the gospel wave, but in a weird way, it seemed like gothic gospel. Like, I'm like, no, it's, this not, is, it's, it's not gospel gospel. No, not, not gothic gospel. So, and what I mean by that, no. it's like darker gospel music. It's not like, it's not like, oh, happy day. It's no, not no, like no. that. It's, it's, it's very, it's, like, it's very I'm listening dark. to that shit a little, a little in the gym. I'm not going to lie. I be in the gym, like, bumping that because it's yeah. like, it's pretty. It's a little it's slightly abrasive yeah and that's why i was like this is a new sound this is interesting that's the only fact that makes me go okay i think i want this kanye album a little bit more than drake's because with drake i feel like we all know what to expect but with kanye he's gonna, you never he's gonna know. do billboards he's gonna do you know numbers yeah yeah and you know it's gonna have good songs on it yeah but kanye you never know where he's going and to me that's interesting even if it's bad i'm just like well at least he tried in my opinion in my honest opinion, first of all, Kai's my favorite rapper. Yeah. I mean, artist in general. Second of all, in my opinion, he doesn't miss. Yeah. Album-wise. He might miss a song, okay. but album-wise, because every one of his albums, I've learned a, le- a lesson. Each one of his albums resonated with me. Okay. And he has, this is his 10th album. That says a lot for an artist to consistently, to make 10 albums and every album to mean something. Because, mm-hmm. like, obviously the first three, that's easy. They were their masterpiece. We get that. Um... You know, beautiful darks was a masterpiece. Yeah. Then like it starts kind of people start judging. Oh, it's whack. Honestly, I found Yeezus. Yeezus has some tracks on there, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, black black skin skin slaves or something. Skinheads, yeah. Skinheads, yeah. That one. It's just like he, he he's constantly dropping jewels and like 
he's human to me. That's what I like about him. He's flawed and he's human. And yeah. I like his evolution. I love seeing his growth because it just inspires me that like, you don't got to have all the answers. You can figure it out along the way. Exactly. And it's okay to have haters. He taught me that too, to not give a f about the haters. You feel me? Because like, you have people like Taylor Swift who like probably pleases everybody, doesn't do anything, you know. She still has haters. I know, I, I know 10 people off top who hate Taylor Swift. I'm like, what did she do to you? You feel me though? Yeah. Merch, merch you know if you Taylor Swift haters. Yeah. Does Taylor Swift ever say or do anything mean or like outwardly? Uh, I don't know. She she is a rare case. But that's what I'm trying to say. But she got haters though. So it's just yeah. like you can either be super nice like Taylor, who just you know don't say nothing, just you know what I'm saying, or like Kanye West, and they probably both equally got the same amount of haters. Yeah. So my thing is like just do you. Exactly. You feel me? That's all you can do. Period. Like. Because if you worry about everybody else, you'll never get nothing done. How did how did you deal with that? Because I mean, obviously, I know Chicago was on that with you like oh composing how did you deal with like did you just kind of roll with the punches or did you like embrace that uniqueness i think what it was is i really was just like i stopped listening to it because my whole thing is well you're not gonna pay my bills like <laughs> i just kind of really came down to it and i was just like also at the same time <laughs> if you want to get like me do it i'm not telling you not to do it but just know you'll never be able to do it like me and i like i can never do it like you and i've i've come mm. to really understand creativity to a sense of what makes it great in the originality aspect yeah you can be inspired by other people but you have to put your own into it and as long as you put your own into it people can't they can't like do it like you mm. or else it's just gonna come off as a blatant copy Exactly. And people are gonna, oh sorry, people are gonna be like, oh, like, oh, you're ripping off so and so, and it's gonna be blatant, like you can tell easily. Mm. But yeah, just stick to your originality, do what you do, and you can't really worry about what people say because it's just like, you know, what you say ain't gonna make me happy, and mm. I have to do what makes me happy at the end of the day. I love that man. That's a message for the youth. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Just like stay on y'all path. And that's just easy for us to say kinda because like we kinda went through that yeah. puberty, teenage, like but like on some on some real I wish that like I really understood that. Because mm -hmm. it's easy to get lost in the sauce, especially in high school, college, either like still figure find out who you are or trying to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. Honestly, nothing is appreciated in a world of machines and technology and like copy paste. Yeah. You, uniqueness is the most talented resource that's the most high value resource right now exactly Just being you honestly yeah and the cool thing is you really don't even have to search for it if it come naturally to you that's who you are that's Absolutely. the uniqueness so like to the people who feel like i gotta go out and kind of figure out who i am you can do that but nine times out of ten you're gonna circle right back to what you do naturally mm -hmm. and just kind of pick that up and be like oh okay this is who i am and this is what i do sometimes you gotta lose yourself sometimes you gotta lose your mind to find yourself interesting yeah there's a famous quote or it's, it's not even a quote it's like a tiktok yeah i'm on tiktok again <laughs> at g-a-r-t-a-t-i-a -A. support me follow me nah but like most of the shit is like 90 percent like it was just yeah. one tiktok that was hidden this deep tiktok it was like i don't know if you're spiritual but like it's just like certain things are just like okay that makes sense so like it was basically saying how like people are blocking their blessings mm -hmm. like the universe be trying to like manifest for you but it can't find you because you're being fake and then i was thinking about that i was like 
Okay, say I order a PlayStation yeah. on Amazon, right? I paid the money. Mm-hmm. Um, I paid the price. I paid the shipping. Yeah. But then I put the wrong address in. Oh, okay. So he used that analogy, and I'm like, I'm not gonna get the PlayStation, not because I didn't do the work. It's just because it's not me. It's yeah. not my address. Yeah. So deliver the deliverer Amazon, quote unquote, the universe can't find you <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. because you're not being you you literally sent a different address because because like the the energy signature you gave off was another yeah so guess what near and it all makes sense i was i was trying to i was caught up in the space of like what is luck what yeah. is like randomness yeah. like, you, like what does all this mean it makes sense it's like what people think is like luck happening to them is just near other fake people sitting in random to other people, so say I put my address in wrong. That's a, that's actually an address. It's just a different address. Yeah. So he gonna get my blessings on some random just because I was being fake. Yeah. So it's like that really like opened my mind. I'm like, not only are you like shooting yourself in the foot, not being you, off of just like the, you know what's like value nowadays. You just shooting yourself in the foot because like your blessings can't even find you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your energy signature is literally somebody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. You're doing yourself a disservice not being you from that aspect. And you're also, you know, you're killing your character. You're killing your soul, mm-hmm. killing your spirit. And it's harder. Yeah. It's easier to be you. Yeah, it's yeah. hard as f- imitating another. I agree. And, like, I was that kid in, like, in elementary school, middle school, like, trying to be these characters. You know, you dress up as, like, cosplay and shit. Like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm, like, Legolas from Lord of the Rings and shit. Like, yeah. that's hard as f- You be trying to talk <laughs> like them. You be trying to dress like them. Yeah. They're just, like. You the whole time, like it's easier to be you. It comes off more natural, exactly. and your blessings come to you. you exactly, know what I'm that's that's the main point right there. Mm. What what do you where do you see yourself five to ten years from now? Five to ten years, hopefully with a Grammy in my hand. That's oh, the wow. goal. That's the goal. That's powerful. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. Like uh. I'm trying to see what that Grammy. It'll be like composer, rapper, songwriter, like best be hip, best hip hop album. That's what I'm going for. Mm. Yep. Are there other? I've never seen it done like you. Like, what are some some famous artists who like kind of or I'm gonna say artists, famous composers who like do exactly that? You know, like with what you're doing. Because I just like I feel like the awareness is not there. I don't. Know I don't I know. That's the thing. I don't really know anybody who's doing it like me. But Girl. I know. I know people I'm inspired by, like like the Danny Elfmans, the Pharrell Williams, the Quincy Joneses, the Dr. Dre's, the even back into the 50s, the Phil Spector's with what he was doing with the wall of sound. So it's all these different things combined mm. into what I do. So yeah, that's what I think about at least. You're a pioneer. I don't know if I would say that, but I no, cause I, like the fact that you do what you do and you don't know other people doing it like that. Yeah, that speaks for itself. Like, I when you told me that I the first analogy I thought was like a movie composer, but it's not movie; it's for music. Yeah, so I was like, that's crazy. That's live. Thank you for sure. What like what's, what gets you like hyped in the morning? Like, what's the first thing you get excited about? Just like waking up to a new day. Whatever I'm working on at the time, because I'm always working on something. So like whether it's like getting ready for a photo shoot, whether it's doing an interview, whether it's doing a music video or working on a song, that's what gets me up. Because I genuinely love what I do, every mm-hmm. part of it. So like this really gets me up in the morning and go like, yeah, I'm ready for this day. Like, let's do this. 
That's fantastic. That's, that's yeah. What would you say? What artist? What advice could you give to like, you know, up and coming artists? Yeah. Finding out their way, you know, trying to pursue that as a passion. Yeah. Um, if you're an artist, just really find what it is that you like. Mm. Don't try to really emulate everybody else because then it comes off that way. Mm. If you really want to find yourself, genuinely just search inside of what you like and find these different pockets and aspects of the things that you dig and kind of make it into a gumbo melting pot and then that's who you are mm. that's what that's the best advice i can give so yeah that's beautiful before we wrap it up what new projects or like what new you know artworks or creations are you working on can people expect from you uh, it's just symphony we getting symphony out there so like my debut mixtape symphony is out now on all platforms we just uh gave y'all the believe in music video for it and yeah we just kind of get the album out there as much as possible we mm. just got on the radio so that's pretty tight that's fantastic thank you that's fantastic what radio station we was on vocalo i got put in rotation okay yeah that is beautiful thank 2021 you. man yeah i feel like covid how did COVID, like, I don't know, affect you, like, music-wise? It's weird, because all this time, I never put out an album, but because of COVID, I had the chance to sit down, mm. and I got lucky. I literally finished the last recording session on Symphony that Tuesday. The country shut down that Thursday. Mm. So I got so lucky. I got I did the last recording I needed to do, so it was just a matter of sitting with my engineer and um, over Google Hangouts mm. and mixing the album. Well, mixing wow. the last two songs because everything else was mixed and mastering the project. Mm. So, like, I was able to drop my album in the midst of the COVID. Mm. So, they call them the COVID babies. Like really? Just, just like dropping like, in. Yeah, and like it really helped out. And I think because, you know, people was more willing to open their ears up to new stuff. Absolutely. And it really helped out with the success of Symphony. So, thank you to everybody who listened to it, who love mm. it, and who are finding it out now. I'm really happy that people dig the music. That's all I can really ask for. I love that. I love the energy. I love the, um, I just love the drive. Thank you. you no, know, for real. And I love the, the hunger. Yeah. You know, because that's, that's something that no one can take away from you. That's no true. No one can take your hunger away from you. You know, that's, that, that's something that you either have it or you don't. That's true. You know, and if you don't have it, you can find it. You just got to go within. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's right. Um, for real so like one more time how can they reach you on social media what platforms are you on yeah i'm on every platform but the one you should really look to is my instagram at d3won underscore music fantastic you all heard it here i won't say here to here first but on the treehouse first um it's been a pleasure <laughs> thank Without you without further ado we do this we raise the vibration it's a ritual here we go Stay hydrated. Stay breathing in that good oxygen. All right. And most importantly, most importantly, stay basic. <laughs> <laughs>
toxic, but I'm into you Let's drop to that the shit, maybe a sheet or two Heart throbbing out my chest like Tom and Jerry Picture us in the garden of eating, eating berries Your touch is electric, leaving you is scary If we break up, I'm pandering to you like Ben and Jerry's And that may have went all over your head Call me Mr. Underhill, photo baggers with the dress Yeah, I'm weird, but I digress, don't dress to impress Pull up to your thin crocs, stick you out the house finesse On the verge of destruction, headed to my doom Existential dilemma, bottom by the sh** You got bunions on your feet for running through my mind Stacial head and texture like an onion, it should be a crime And it's a blessing from the universe, I pass the line Yeah, we bump heads from time to time, that's your zodiac signs Netflix and chill, then some Bonnie Clyde Partner in crime, see a lick still my slide and I know you down the ride if we on hot Put over by the fence, you the type to help me hide We gon' keep it free, body to be 63 And on the beach get fined for indecency Public enemies, PDA, yes please Barefoot, stepping on these haters necks like Miller Peace I'm not desperate but you more than a pastime You independent but I be your shepherd Just a pastime, free in the pasture Cause we both black sheep This song for you, hope you play this on repeat now I'm feeling champagne, swerving down at 66, bumping Prince Purple Rain. Almost had an accident, couldn't stay in our lane. Road to fame wasn't easy, it was pleasure and pain. Real racks to riches story, we was a fixer upper, offer upper, and a downer, no appetite for supper. Even when we was distant lovers and I was crashing in that cup, but I had to suffer. I was so down bad, didn't even have a cover, but you was there in spirit, kept me warm, we had each other. We ain't got much time left, but let me reminisce While I take my last breath, about our thefts, about our quests How we move to the west without a penny to our name And still found success I'm running out of things to say I know you like dark humor, I'm trying to take your breath away Now I'm zoning out, finna lose sight Hold my hand, let's take one last trip But this time we'll be light But this time we'll be light But this time we'll be light, but this time we'll be light.